tiry. All right, Samuel. Yeah. Sound tired. Yeah, I thought you were tired. I know. I perked up as soon as you press play. It's like a whole new me. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. It's a good skill to have. Thank you. We've had two and a half weeks of exams, so yeah, it's been hard work recently, isn't it? Yes. And because the first years and the second years have sat the DGR exam, which in Swansea is where all the embryology is, the hit rate for these podcasts will probably drop right off now. Yeah, I don't think anyone will listen to this for ages. Yeah. Do you reckon they're, they're listening to it through interest or because they have to pass exams? Exams. I won't comment on the exam marks yet, but the, uh, um, yes, podcasts seem to be helpful. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. I hope they are doing it through interest, and I hope we piqued some interest in embryology because that's the aim of this. Yeah, it's it is to, interesting. To make it a bit easier, give you a bit more access, to give you a chance to think about it in a different way, get us to talk about terms again rather than just in the lecture environment, and yeah, well, see how it all links with anatomy and how the body works and that sort of thing. Talking about how the body works, the topic today is spermatogenesis. Yeah, that's how the body works. I'm sure they'll all go, oh, it's too late now. Anyway. Tough. Yeah, so it's not really embryology. Well, it is part of embryology, but it's biosciences and that sort of thing. Yes, so um, spermatogenesis. Well, we've chosen this subject because, um, although it was taught in the last anatomy session before the exams, and the attendance records suggest that the students were there in body, if not in mind, the results of that exam question were um, not as good as we would have liked. And considering um, Namor Williams covered spermatogenesis when he was talking about the histology of the, of the testes and the pathology of the testes and that sort of thing. And in fact, I'm looking at his slides now. Um, and it's a very simple process. Um, we were a little bit surprised that the students didn't do better in that question. So we're going to do a little podcast. Yay! And it will be a little podcast as well because it's so simple. It'll only take about two minutes to go through, wouldn't it? Yeah, make so we, sperm. So let's pad it out with gibberish. Okay. I can do that. You can do gibberish. <laughs> you can do sense. Okay, so um, we're going to start with, well, spermatogenesis. You can divide it into a couple of... Um... First of all, should we say what spermatogenesis <laughs> is? Yeah. I can tell I haven't done a podcast for a while. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Let's have a little bit of structure here. Okay. What is spermatogenesis, Rihanna? No, 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 the no, making no. or forming of spermatozoa. Mm. Is that enough? Yeah. Cool. Well, let's make some then. It's the process of, yeah, producing spermatozoa from something else. From spermatogonia. Spermatogonia. So what is spermatogonia? Why aren't spermatogonia spermatozoa? Because spermatozoa are haploid and spermatogonia are um, from the germ cells and so they're still diploid. Is that right? Wow. So, yeah. There's a long way to go then between spermatogonia and spermatozoa. So spermatogonia is... Um, it's, it's the stem cell, isn't it, of the spermatozoa? So this is a cell that keeps dividing by mitosis, keeps dividing and dividing and dividing and making more spermatogonia. And this is, in particular, type A spermatogonia. Oh, yeah. yes. So it keeps dividing and making another type A, keeps dividing and making another type A. But as it makes a type A, it might make a spermatogonia type B. Yeah. And, and the whole point about that is that because they keep dividing and making more and more type A's, like... Males essentially have an um, unlimited supply of sperm. Yeah, 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 it's constantly being produced and goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay, carry on. So, what's the difference between spermatogonia type A and type B then? Okay, okay, so type B doesn't divide and make a type A. Yeah, 
So type A is the stem cell, yeah. which makes more type A and the occasional type B. Type B is a cell that's differentiated. It's committed now to becoming a spermatozoa. Yes. It's not going to divide and make type A or type B. It's going to it's going to um, differentiate and become more and more specialized until eventually it's a a, a, a full spermatozoa. Cool. Right. Terms. Yeah. Because um, I find there's a lot of words here that start sperma and end in something else. And if we can talk about some of the meanings, it might be easier to remember why they're named as they are. As you wish. And these are best these are best guesses, really. Um, oh, so we don't actually know, but we're just kind of going with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of this is Greek. This is, this is from... Uh, the Greeks love this sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Carry on, terms. So back, back in the day, um, a couple of odd thousand years ago... Set the scene. Um, when... Um, the um, the Greek academics at the time were trying to work out how the human body was working and what was going on. Um, spermatozoa, well, they use the term spora probably, meaning seed. So spermatozoa oh, yeah. is a seed. They had this idea that the maternal egg is the matter and the paternal sperm is the spirit. And you put the two together and you get a new human being. I think that's right. I'm really flaky about this, but that's, that's the idea I get. So, I mean, I mean, this is an idea you see in other cultures as well, isn't it? Is that the, the sperm is the seed, right? Yeah. So, spora, seed. Uh, sporine, to, to sow. Spori- oh, God, I don't know how you pronounce that. But something mm. like that. Okay, so that's the spermy bit. Spora, seed, spermy. Um, if we talk about spermatogonia then. Now, we're used to the term gon- gonad, aren't we? Yeah. So, um, uh, the term gonad is... Uh, comes from a Greek word meaning reproduction. So gonad, you know, is the site of where these cells are made. So spermatogonia, uh, maybe they're considered the cells of the gonad because these are the these are the stem cells um, at the deepest part of the gonad, if that makes any sense. If you know the histology, it's, we have a series of layers. So right at the bottom of the layer, we have the spermatogonia. And as the cells differentiate, you get more and more into the lumen, eventually the spermatozoa disappear off. So the spermatogonia they are the cells of the gonad alongside the lading cells and the Sertoli cells. Okay. Is that helpful? Mm, yeah. Maybe. So spermatogonia type A are the stem cells. Spermatogonia type B are the cells that are then differentiating and moving down that differentiation. Down the lineage. Route. Okay. Yes. So then after spermatogonia type B cells, um, we then create a spermatocyte. <laughs> What's the difference between a spermatogonia and a spermatocyte then? Um, that's a really good question. I don't know, you tell me. Um, it's further differentiated again. The primary spermatocyte is the cell that's going to enter meiosis. Yeah, okay. So, so at the moment, all the divisions that we've been talking about from spermatogonia type A and spermatogonia type B have all been undergoing mitosis. They've been diploid cells undergoing mitosis. So as soon as they get to primary spermatocyte stage, that is when we get our first meiosis. Yeah, so spermatogonia type B, they divide once and form the spermatocyte. So these cells keep dividing as they move down each stage of the pathway. Okay. They form the spermatocytes. And it's the spermatocytes which are going to enter meiosis and they're kind of linked together by cytoplasmic bridges at this stage aren't they okay and so, so sorry on. i was gonna go say on. and did the reason <laughs> did the reason they have primary and secondary spermatocytes is just to increase number is that right or not not okay 
<laughs> I know it's a different stage, but I wondered, like, have more and more divisions. Well, in meiosis, there are two stages. There's a first stage and a second stage. You start off with one diploid cell. Yeah. And in the case of spermatogenesis, after the two stages of meiosis, you have four haploid cells. Oh, right. That's why we have a primary spermatocyte and a secondary spermatocyte, because there are two... There stages are two of meiosis. Two stages of meiosis, yeah. Ah, no thing I ever grasped that before. Brilliant. Okay, so terminology again, spermatocyte over spermatogonia. Well, you know site. Means cell. Means cell. So spermatocyte is a differentiated cell. Step well, on from spermatogonia. Okay. So it's a cell in its own um, right, pretty much. Although they link both cytoplasmic bridges and, oh gosh. Don't go there. Okay, okay. So, anyway, so the primary spermatocyte starts out with... Um, Lots of chromosomes. Diploid number of chromosomes, 46 chromosomes. Yeah, so the, the primary spermatocyte has a diploid number of chromosomes. So it has um, 46 pairs of chromosomes. And the primary spermatocyte enters the first uh, meiotic division. Mm -hmm. So it splits into two cells. And those pairs of chromosomes, one is drawn into one cell and one is drawn into the other cell. Okay, so mm -hmm. the secondary spermatocytes have half as much, half as many chromosomes, right? But they have one of each pair in the two cells that are formed. Okay. But they're still, you know, paired XE, you know, like XEs and stuff. Yeah. All right. So they're still like double structured. Yes, absolutely. Then the secondary spermatocytes they enter the uh, second meiotic division. And uh, what happens there is, so if you have the two legs of the X, or the four legs of the X, oh, God. Two halves of the X, there yeah. we go. Um, as the secondary spermatocytes decide, then divide, decide to divide, uh, <laughs> one half goes into one cell, one half goes into the other cell. And those cells then are the spermatids. Right, the single-stranded chromosomes, 23 haploid spermatids. Yeah, so in each spermatid, we have 23 single chromosomes. Okay. That makes sense. Aha, the spermatid. So, I mean, when, we, when we're talking about meiosis, where in animals we're always talking about the production of gametes. In plants it's different, but, you know. We won't go there. Plants. Um, so in the female, hey, we should do another podcast on that, shouldn't we? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Oogenesis. <laughs> Oogenesis. <laughs> um, in oogenesis, again, you have the two stages of meiosis, but you actually only get one haploid cell out of it and the rest of it's kind of discarded. Aha. I hope that's right. <laughs> yeah, going from it, I think that's right. Um, but anyway, back to spermatogenesis. We're now at the stage of the spermatid. So the spermatid is starting to get a little bit of structure. You know, it's really on its way to becoming a spermatozoa. Like you said, one of the aims of spermatogenesis was to produce a, a cell with half the number of chromosomes, the haploid number of chromosomes, yeah. which is crucial to um, reproductive diversity. Okay. In it. Yeah. So at the spermatid stage, we've got this haploid cell, but what, what makes that different then? So what happens at sp spermatid uh, spermatidogenesis, actually, they call it, don't they? If really? They, yeah, someone did. Yeah, you commonly see it as spermiogenesis. For the life of me, I don't know why Why it's termed spermatoz spermatogenesis versus spermiogenesis. Answers in on the postcard, please. <laughs> okay, so we've, we're at spermiogenesis there, where, the sperm, where we have a spermatid, and then the spermatid has to go through another stage. 
So spermiogenesis is the process by which a spermatid becomes a spermatozoa. Right. And spermiogenesis is within the whole larger process of spermatogenesis. Yeah. Okay. So our spermatid, um, that's when they start to get a tail and they start to develop a little bit into what we know as sperm, isn't it? Yes. So they they grow a tail, like I said, um, and they get the acrosome as well, which is obviously important for the adult. Yeah, and they develop all those all that necessary machinery that we see in spermatozoa for the spermatozoa to do its job. Right, I just said adult. I meant mature spermatoz- spermatozoa. Yes. Okay. So easy. then uh, the spermatozoa, when we get to that stage, they're sat there in the middle of a seminiferous tubule pretty much, aren't they? Yeah, and so and even though... They, yeah, they're ready to go, but even though they've got a tail, it doesn't work yet. No, they are... Um, and they continue to develop as they descend the epididymis and so on. They're there. They're um, pretty much the final product, but it's inactivated. It's It's got the safeties on. It's not going anywhere yet. Cool. So they go, they travel through the epididymis by what? Muscular contractions? Sure. Okay, cool. Why not? Yeah. Okay. And then and then they get shot off. <laughs> 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 and then, okay. And then when do they start moving? Um, in ejaculation, when they get mixed in with a secretion from the parotid, parotid. <laughs> oh, it's so going to do that out. <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't even be going on this long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So then they. It's not be- parotid, is it? It's not pituitary. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> It's gone from bad to worse. So we finally got our spermatozoa. So we've got our inactive spermatozoa. You're asking how they become activated. Yeah. In ejaculation, when they get mixed with the secretions of the seminal vesicles and the prostate gland, um, they become activated. So easy, isn't it, really? Um, one important thing to remember about spermatogenesis, well, is it important? I don't know, but it's fairly practical. Um, and that is that it is best at lower temperatures. And that's why the scrotal sac and the testes are held outside the body. Uh-huh. Interestingly, a note that I'd just like to share with everybody is elephants do not have a scrotal sac. You know, I'd never looked. <laughs> They've apparently got a lower body temperature, which means that they can store their testes and the sperm and everything carries on fine um, within their bodies. Is that something to do with their ears? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Totally different end. Other animals not to have scrotal sacs are armadillos, sloths, rhinoceroses, seals, dolphins, and whales. So check that next time you're out of the <laughs> Fantastic. There we are. Okay. A bit more Greek then. Spermatozoa. So we've got to the final spermatozoa. So if we said that sperm comes from spora, you know, the seed, uh, zoa, zoa, zoan is um, life. Zoan is a living body. So our spermatozoa is a living body. Seeds of life. Excellent. Sorry about that. So to recap, we've got spermatogonia type A, dividing by mitosis, creating either other spermatogonia type A and also spermatogonia type B, Uh which divide by mitosis to create primary spermatocytes. We have the first stage of meiosis. The cells undergo and become secondary spermatocytes. So they're haploid now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a second stage of meiosis where they become spermatids, where they get the tails, they undergo spermatoge- spermiogenesis, sorry, and we get 
spermatozoa. Easy as that. A list to remember. If you were to read the literature, you might find other types of cells within there. You know, it, as we understand it in more detail, we start to pick out other types of cells. But generally, those are the, the cell stages that you can see under a microscope when you're looking at uh, a seminiferous tubule. Um, cool. You also might see, I think there are names, aren't there, for each of the processes, like going from spermatogonia type B to primary spermatocyte. That sort yeah, of thing. There's, I mean, there's a spermatocytogenesis, and that's just the creation yeah. of the spermatocyte. So if like you that. see lots of other terms, that's generally what they mean, those other little stages we spoke about. They normally relate to, yeah. But we're most interested in those stages, spermatogenesis and spermiogenesis, and, you know. You know, it takes a good fed. two weeks for a spermatozoa to go through the epididymis. Two weeks? Yeah. How many metres of tubule are within the epididymis? I don't know, you tell me. I know, it's like six, is it? Is it really? Some of that. Amazing. Do you know how long it takes in man to make a new, as you said, adult mature spermatozoa? No. That's 70 days. Goodness me, I thought it was nearer 64. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's 35 days in mice. <laughs> Far less useful, but if you used to work in mice, you know... <laughs> We should probably stop talking and leave it at that. Um, I don't know. Are there any other random comments we could throw in? I was going to start talking about bulls, but let's not go there. The mitochondria and spermatozoa are like specially packaged little energy cells for this cell type. Oh, yes. They're, yeah, they're really important, aren't they? And they, they hang around the middle section as well. Mm. It's quite a fascinating cell type. Very specialised cell type spermatozoa. Yeah. Flagellated. That's a good word. <laughs> well, I still like sequestered, but we won't go there. Sequestered. What's sequestered got to do with it? <laughs> it's a good word, and if we were going to look at um, hormonal control, we'd probably have to use it, but we're ah, not going to. Okay. Spermatozoa are flagellated. Nice. Nice phrase. Have Take home message, that is. <laughs> have we run out of gibberish now? Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Bye, everyone. Sorry to bore you. Laters. Laters.